I'm Dora. You can find me on Twitter at HarpyDora. Uh, my pronouns are they, them. I'll be playing Beatrix Poole. Her mythos is uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. My name is Mab. You can find me on Twitter at LittleLadyMab. Pronouns are she, her. I'll be playing Arden Calloway. Her mythos is Sherlock Holmes. And I'm Jade. You can find me on Twitter at JadeOxfordRose. I use they, them pronouns. I'm playing Jacqueline Jack Wise. Her mythos is Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven. Uh, yeah, so uh, as we are talking about, we are running a GM game today, a game where I am the GM. We are playing a game called City of Mist. Tagline is Ordinary People, Legendary Powers. So you are all uh, enrolled at the Agnes Forsyth <laughs> School for Girls, a an all-girls boarding school set in the middle of Facet City, the jewel of America's North Coast. Okay, we're all back. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Let us while back the days, then to the time before the uh, computer and the phone and all other types of te- of, of advanced electronic technology to what some would call a simpler time, but we know is complex in a different way. It is a sunny Friday in uh, March. It is cool, but not cold, because it is a nice day out. It's spring, uh, fully, uh, and flowering plants have opened their buds all across the campus of the Agnes Forsyth School for Girls. It is a Friday, which means that classes let out earlier than normal uh, because so many extracurricular activities meet on Friday afternoons. And the school wants to make sure that you have time to get all of them fit into your busy schedules. We'll say that it is about 12, about just about noon. The sun is the highest in the sky. Um, Everyone's in a while obscured by scattered clouds, but mostly just beaming down on you with its full strength. Arden Calloway, what are you doing at noon on a Friday? Uh, If classes just got out, uh, Mm -hmm. probably 
taking a brief moment, surveying the quad, seeing if there's anything interesting, any reason why I should stay out here whatsoever, finding none, beelining it for the uh, the journalism club, quote-unquote, room that we have. Just being like, ah, uh, this is all very fun and fine, but nothing interesting is going on here. So, I've got work to do. Is, is there truly nothing interesting going on, or is that the sort of thing that Arden has decided? It's <laughs> the sort of thing that Arden has decided. It's interesting for other people, but she doesn't find it as interesting. Like, what what does it mean if people want to socialize and hang out with their friends and just gossip? That is beneath her. Thank you. Hmm. Okay. She doesn't have time to... She doesn't have space in her mind for useless drivel and facts <laughs> such as that. <laughs> uh-huh. That's little people things. <laughs> uh, sure. Sure. <laughs> so, it, I... I even have this, um, I never watched the Family Robinson or whatever, that movie uh, where the kid goes into the future. Um, mm, uh, remember, yeah, remember Meet, Rob Meet the Robinsons, yeah, Meet, the Disney Meet movie. The oh, Robinson. okay, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but I do remember that there was a kid who, like, flashes back to his, like, time at school and, like, all the kids are very nice to him and, like, mm -hmm. the voiceovers, like, they all hated me. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. God. That's the villain guy with the mustache and the bowler hat. Yeah. Says that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, um, you know, there's a couple, like, like, hey, Calloway, what's up? And you just completely go <laughs> yeah. to the wayside. Yeah. A bit. Just a bit. <laughs> Extremely a bit. <laughs> uh, do you allow anybody who, who maybe wants your attention to, to arrest it for a moment, or do you, are you very much beelining? Um, if, I'll, I'll stop if they, like, Say, hey, do you have a moment or something like that? And then I'll decide if it's worthwhile. Um, I, I do think that, um, that, uh, as you are walking to, from, uh, from the classroom hall to the, the offices of the journalist society, mm -hmm. uh, I do think two girls kind of like fall in a step with you on either side. Their names are uh, Tamson Pine and Cheryl Vane. They are both barefoot uh, and wearing trousers, both of which annoy a lot of people who like to follow the rules. And they are like, hey, Calloway. Yes? You, you got like all that disguise stuff, right? Define stuff. Like, stuff to make you look like other people stuff. She, like, stops mid-step. Gives him kind of a very even look. And she says, It's only useful in the hands of people who know how to use it. Exactly. Uh, so Tamsin, Tamsin is short, uh, with, with very dark hair uh, and freckles. And, and um, uh, Cheryl is, is gangly and, and, and very fair-haired. Uh, Tamsin put out her hard hands. She's like, exactly. So you know how to use them. Um, you know how we get things for people. Sure. Well, a lot of girls been asking for, you know, people don't ask us when we go into the town and we get like cigarettes and stuff. But people have been asking for, you know, other stuff. 
stuff that they actually want to make sure you're a grown-up before they sell you. Uh-huh. And, you know, I bet you got, like, fake beards or, like, old <laughs> lady makeup. <laughs> fake beards and lady makeup. Old lady makeup. Oh. No, you can use regular lady makeup to make you look like an old lady, but that's beyond the point. Mm-hmm. I don't use paltry disguises so that people can go and indulge in vices that they have. We do. <laughs> <laughs> then that is your problem and not mine. I'm just saying we can cut you in if you if if you could help us out. You know. Mm. And what but, do you have to offer me that would make this so worth my while? Well, I'm just saying. You know, uh uh Strong start. <laughs> a pack of beer at the at the liquor store is, you know, two dollars. We sell each bottle for twenty five cents. We take we keep fifteen, you get an, a dime each bottle sold. Arden looks very unimpressed. Listen, we can't all have fancy you know, family money, you know. Some of our parents are spending everything they can just to get us into the school. Yeah, all right. Then you can keep the money for yourselves. You don't have to cut me in. I want something worth my while. Oh? Like, what? what's that? You're supposed to tell me to make me interested. <laughs> That's how this works. <laughs> um. I can't make this easy for you. If you're going to make my I, life difficult by having to, like... I, Deal with I guess this. You really can't make it easy for us. All right. <laughs> um, Cheryl speaks up and she says, "Well, you know, we um, we hear a lot of things. People talk to us, especially when they're Jones and for some, you know, pop rocks." Do you have anything now? A down payment, perhaps? A down payment. We're not asking you to storm the mint, kid. We just need to get some, you know. Kid. Yeah, I need to know if this is going to be interesting for me. So far, it's not. It's just a bunch of petty people asking for petty things. Oh, uh, okay. There's other well, people that have makeup and do stage productions. Maybe you should ask them. Sure. I mean, I guess, I guess. I mean, we can, you know, you're right, you're right. The stuff that we got for you, you know, who cares? Who cares what what uh, Dr. Abrams has against librarian Drake? No cares. No, I sure don't. Sure. I guess Not- you'll have to, once the murders start popping up, you'll, you'll figure <laughs> it out on your own. The murders? Huh? That's a... You know. Wild escalation from nothing to murders. We live in wild times. Maybe we got something for you, maybe we don't. But you won't know. If you want me to waste my time making you look like an old lady or a man... I don't want you to make me look like anything. I want you to go to the store and get me some fucking alcohol. Oh, you wanted me to do it? Oh! Lord above, no! You know, all right. You know, you're right. We'll get Vickery to do it. Uh, yeah, she would stoop to dumb things like that, wouldn't she? She's cool and nice and does things for other people. Arden just makes the most pained face of like, 
Oh, you're saying such disgusting words. I can't believe you believe the stuff coming out of your mouth. Yeah. And she's just like, ugh. And she just turns away and keeps walking. <laughs> As you walk away, you hear Cheryl say, yeah, I mean, obviously, the, it, Vickery is a better actor anyway. <laughs> Arnie keeps walking. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, is that apoplexy in character? Just like, uh, yes. uh, 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 uh. <laughs> her back is to them, so they can't see the, like, I'm going to bite your head off look that just crossed over her face. But then she goes, like, the emotional journey. Yeah. <laughs> no face she's like, Fuck this. I'm going to keep walking. <laughs> I won't stoop to their level. Oh, Those sure. Tiny people. Mm hmm. All right, and yeah, you 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 head into the journalism society. Um, what's it what's it look like? Um. Oh, and also, what does Arden look like? Just oh, so we have we have yeah. descriptions on the table. Arden is uh, a little on the small side, very like narrow features. The face claim that I use for her is a model who goes by the name of uh, Ivory Flame. And so she has very bright red, very curly hair, um, a smattering of freckles. But um, otherwise, uh, so like in that respect, it's kind of hard to not notice her because her hair is just very, very red. And um, but she does a very good job of having that uh, resting bitch face. So, um, you know, she's like. She's very dressed in the uniform the way it's supposed to be, and um, otherwise, it's just like, has the don't talk to me unless I talk to you first, and even then, think twice about it look on her face. Mm-hmm. She's a grumpy one, huh? Uh, <laughs> yes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the, uh, our journalism society, uh, I think it has a a nice tall window. It definitely looks like the building that we picked has some tall windows, like right there. Um, and uh, so it's on second floor, I like. Uh, you got some wi- uh, wind. Jesus. You got the sun coming in, and it is sparsely decorated uh, in a way that there's space to work, uh, especially if we have to roll out the quote-unquote crime board and paranoia boards, respectively. And um, uh, there's mm. enough space to be able to to get all of the clues laid out and enough space for her to pace, should she require it. And um, a few desks, uh, only two others actually have stuff on them. There's probably like two or three empty desks for club members that they don't have. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but um, So it looks d- like it's not used, until they get deep into a case, as Arden likes to call it, or a story, mm-hmm. and then there's like a flurry of activity always. But in between, it's very quiet and empty. Awesome. Uh, and so, what does what does Arden do when she when she gets in? Uh, she uh, just kind of like goes up to one of the desks and tosses her bag down on it, and I think she just like sits there for a moment, contemplates doing homework. Um, starts to, like, work on homework and then gets bored of that, and then immediately I like the idea of, like, uh, there's a bookshelf with, like, old um, issues of the newspaper, and then also quote-unquote cold cases, or just, like, a a notebook she has of um, 
interesting rumors to see if there's anything worth her while. Um, and so what she. Are, what are some of those? Well, I was going to say, definitely she opens it up and starts writing down <clears throat> what just happened and just being mm-hmm. like, should keep an eye on these two, should probably also inform Beatrix uh, that Isabella might be up to something. <laughs> 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 um, and so she like starts like a whole new page and like starts talking about the, the conversation with um, uh, Ta- uh, Tamsin and Cheryl and just being mm-hmm. like, you know... <laughs> Gotta find something on these girls, so either they'll leave me alone or learn to come to me with more interesting topics. Mm. Sure. So, so what what other sorts of of, of uh, cold cases uh, or or rumors have you been looking into recently? Oh, geez. There's probably you know her her own variation of like what sort of gossip she hears about the teachers and so she goes to the page for dr i don't remember the name you gave me um, uh dr abrams is the professor of literature okay uh, so she goes to like dr abrams page she has like pages and sections for each of them so, like a, a nice tabbed out traveler's journal style and just like adds on that um uh you know extreme dislike for drink question mark and then underneath it, murders, underline, underline, question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she looks uh, at it, frowns, crosses it out, because that's just dumb. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> sure. Um, but it's, uh, I think it's just kind of like on any of the teachers, especially teachers that she has. Um, and uh, just like little notes of things that she's observed. So I don't know specifically what kind of teachers but one of them go ahead I mean, yeah you can come up with stuff is what i'm saying you can just yeah. make things up i am not awake enough to make up witty little observations um <laughs> but you know it definitely has to do with the way one teacher styles their hair differently on certain days of the week uh, and going affair question mark um and then another teacher who uh walks with a limp going um like, did they serve in the war or did they get into a crime fight? Um, you know, because, uh, you know, just weird little things like that and just kind of anything to make her pay attention. This is how she pays attention in class. Uh, and I say pays attention. Um, she's not really paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, a few notes on other students and uh, things like that. And it's uh, a list of places that she sees them going on campus and times that she notices that they're not on campus. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I can't, I can't think of a lot of little, but they're all like small little observational details that are obviously, she does this while sitting around listening to lectures or, uh, from her position in the journalism room, just like observing out or in the library. She can like look out into the quad and stuff like that and watch other students, Cool. All right. So you, we see uh, Arden Calloway scribbling in her notebook, uh, writing down all of the things that has happened today uh, that could have potential criminal um, connotations. Uh, and we leave the, the room that, that contains the Forsyth School uh, Journalism Society uh, and we go somewhere else. Um, Beatrix, pool. 
Where are you at eleven at uh, twelve p.m. a.m. whatever? <laughs> Who knows what time mm. and space is? Noon on a, <laughs> on a Friday. See, here's the problem: is I Dora didn't really do terribly much when I was in high school, other than like try to avoid people and things. <laughs> so, Alex. like my concept, my concept yeah. of of what a person in a high school who is relatively well-adjusted for the most part might do at noon on a Friday is a bit skewed. Um, the idea that I would be out of class at noon on a Friday is wild to me. <laughs> Your class start at seven, so. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, when I was in high school, I, I'm the older sibling, so by the time I would have had a free afternoon, I still had to drive my sister around, so you know I had to wait for her. <laughs> Or band, mm. or choir, or drama. I was that kid. Nice. All three. Triple threat. <laughs> Matt, I say this with all love and respect, none of that is surprising to me to hear. No, I know. <laughs> it shouldn't be surprising to anyone. <laughs> yes, I was a band kid. Um. So, I think Beatrix, I almost want to say that maybe there's like, a little student council get-together on the quad. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just imagining a bunch of people with, like, you know, a bunch of girls with, like, prefect badges or something sitting around the quad with little sandwiches. Sure. <laughs> um, I don't know why that image no, is it. so vivid to me, but mm -hmm. but here we are. This is Yeah, so this is mostly... Um, so are pre prefects part of student council, or are they just part of the disciplinary branch of the school? I don't know. <laughs> how do how how is do prefects <laughs> are prefects a thing in American American schools? I they well, they are uh, in this one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. So I think I don't think that being a I think being a prefect is is. Um, not the same as being a student council member, but you can be both. Yeah, maybe maybe the the prefects are are like appointed by the student council members. Probably not, because that would be extremely easy. Why to don't use. they? <laughs> That's <laughs> Why true. don't they just nominate themselves? Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, prefects are probably done through the like t like the the you know administration, um, but there's definitely some overlap. Because of you know, uh, if you're a prefect, you probably you probably care a lot about about the school uh, enough to have like a voice in it. Yeah, um, they probably you know draw together in either way. So you so you're with student council members and prefects, and you're all kind of just sitting at this um, uh, <laughs> little picnic table out on on one of the quads. Um, there are. Who, what other do you have any like friends in either of those groups? Um Yeah, I like to think that that Beatrix is like a decently outgoing individual. Um so she definitely has uh at the very least some some very good acquaintances. Maybe they haven't tipped quite tipped over into friendship status yet, but I don't have any names for any of the girls she might Befriend there, though. Well, so um, are they like where? Where do they sit in the pecking order then? Hmm. 
Maybe she's taken a couple of underclassmen under her wing. Sure. Very cool. Um, so you're here with those two uh, underclassmen who will remain nameless until come up with one. This is actually a kind of not important, but like notable grouping of people um, because both the um, president of the student council and the head prefect are both sitting at the table and they don't usually hang out with each other. Um, the, the, the president, uh, her name is Miranda Aldine. Um, she's also the captain of the fencing squad um, and the equestrian uh, club. <laughs> she's the captain of oh both goodness. of them? Yeah. And Damn. the student body president. Fuck. Um, so, so basically she's like jousting captain. <laughs> she's very, yes. Uh, oh, uh, and the chess club. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, Miranda Aldean, she has extremely pale blonde hair and eyes so dark as to appear entirely black. Um, she's very friendly, um, kind of like, uh, she's very gentle, um, but like still like very formidable in terms of people like trying to like, you know, work against her. She is a Renaissance woman through and through. She's probably one of the most popular people in the, in the school. I've decided Beatrix has a crush on her. Yes, valid. Lots of people do. That's so valid. (laughs) Um, and so, yeah, she is like just sitting there kind of daintily eating, um, her sandwich, a little sandwich. Um, and then on the other side of the table is Julia Castle, the head prefect, who has long pinned up black hair and fiery blue eyes. Uh, she wears an impeccable school uniform, even outside of school grounds. Um, and her eyes are locked, not locked, but like constantly bouncing uh, around looking for infractions. Cop. <laughs> she is the greatest cop. Um, <laughs> some would say a mythic cop. Wow. Um, I don't know any mythical cops. All I can think <laughs> of is Sam Vimes. <laughs> is not Sam Vimes. No. Different, in, different vo- vibes entirely. Uh, whether or not you ever think of it. Oh, <clears throat> Javert? <Bear> vibes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Um, and she is, she like every so often, um, she's got like a ruler that she carries with her. Um, I hate her. Like a yardstick. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and, and every so often someone like will walk by and she'll like smack it against the ground and tell them to like, like roll up their socks or, or tire their shoes or something. God. And, and Miranda is just kind of serenely ignoring her. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, and so she's just talking, like, she's like, honestly, we very much need to talk about drafting new, uh, amendments to the school charter to ensure that, that dress code violations are p- more properly enforced and disciplined. There are girls walking around uh, with, 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 uh, and she like lists like rattles off like six types of shoes that you're not supposed to wear. <laughs> um, and there's I I've heard rumors that there are two girls who go around wearing no shoes at all, which is truly heinous. <laughs> <laughs> Arden distantly, it is. I have to look at their feet. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you where they walked specifically. 
Mm-hmm. This is so funny because of what I'm planning for Jack. <laughs> Jack, please don't walk around barefoot. Oh no. Okay. No, no. Good. Um, yes, uh, 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 and and she's like, uh, and she even says, like, like, um, not to mention the the, the rampant, uh, unauthorized extracurricular activity that is taking place. Within these very halls. Don't think I don't know about your little fight club president. Oh my gosh, uh, she has a fight club. I love her. And Moran says, I truly have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I love her. Yeah, I think uh, uh, Beatrix would kind of come to Miranda's defense and be like, the, the, the physical sports are an important part of every girl's upbringing. It's admirable that Miranda would try to encourage uh, encourage girls to express themselves through physical motion. <laughs> <laughs> she yes, said gaily. It, it, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, of course I have no idea what Miss Castle is referring to. I do agree that the language of the body is the most universal of all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and she like kind of very very lightly like puts a hand on your shoulder and smiles at you and then goes back to her sandwich. Uh and and um Julia like gives this big huff and she's like betrayed from within my own circle. <laughs> <laughs> she stands very stiffly and says, "Miss Pooh, perhaps you should ruminate on the nature of your Allegiance, and she steps on her heel and just and like very like just marches away. Um, everywhere wow. she goes, it's very much like a march. She's really got something going on, doesn't she? Says Miranda. It certainly does seem that way. Maybe I'm I'm certainly not one to advocate uh, the loosening of morals or anything like that. But maybe she could stand to. Uh, do something to let her hair down every once in a while. <laughs> Soon, yes. Um, even, of course, I would never advocate for the loosening of morals, but perhaps her interpretation could use some work. Beatrix, have you ever done any fencing? Um, I kind of blush a little bit and look down at my sandwich, and, sh- and I'm just like, oh no, that... I- I never really had the time with with my mother and everything. Mm, of course, of course. Well, while you are here at school, it would be truly tragic if you did not experience life to the fullest. Perhaps if you ever have any interest in the artistry of martial combat, you should think about joining the fencing club. You know, the sword has been a symbol of power and majesty the world over for thousands of years. I'll, I'll, I'll certainly give it consideration. Of course. You have a great day. I should get back to it. Uh, and she like stands up, and 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 like th- four other girls stand up at the exact same time and, and head off with her. <laughs> I'm really enjoying playing Spot the Mythos in the NPC game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not going to say anything. Fair. Um, 
Yeah, and so she yeah. and she heads off. What is what is what's next on Beatrix's uh, plate? Um, I think I think Beatrix just kind of like sits there for a moment, watching Miranda go, and then remembers that like everything else exists <laughs> and uh, quickly uh, quickly finishes her lunch and then um, I feel like she should have some sort of obligation that she needs to get to mm-hmm. um, but I'm not sure what it should be again Ooh. because it's like I never really got involved with much in high school so it's just like what do, I mean, you've what got, do kids do? You've got the day. You can do whatever you want. Although I guess if you have an obligation, you should do that. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. Uh, I mean, your themes, um, Paragon of Propriety, Mother Knows Best, Defining Event, um, none of those really reflect a particular like in-school obligation beyond maybe um, Paragon of Propriety, which is just like, be good, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but, um, and anyone else can like think of things like that, that might be what, um, Beatrix needs to do. You're welcome to just shout it out. I don't know. Is it like, is there a women in STEM society? Is it too early to have that kind of a vibe at a school for girls? Or, <clears throat> I don't know. Like, some Let's kind Google of. Google a list of prefect duties. Mm hmm. <laughs> I was trying to think of extracurriculars that might fit the character painting that's here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, like, um, uh, like a, um, I mean, any sort of like valedictorian or mm-hmm. like, um, you know, uh, uh, the group for for getting good grades, mm-hmm. <laughs> the society for being smart. Hmm. Um. Yeah, uh, it could be anything. It's a very. I mean, does she have any extracurriculars outside of being a prefect? Uh, and on the student. Oh council? God, is she the kind of person who's involved with like, uh, uh, like prom committee or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> could be. Uh, you could, yeah, you certainly could be. Oh man! So I, I don't know if there's any any upcoming school events, but maybe there should be that she can be helping plan. Yeah, I mean that could that could also just like you might be with a di- with a you know certain group of student council, but that would probably also fall under student council stuff. So you might meet with the student council planning uh, event committee. Yeah. Yeah, that that feels that feels like uh like something that she would she would be doing on a Friday afternoon. Nineteen mm-hmm. fifties school events. Mm-hmm. Doing something similar. <laughs> <laughs> uh it could be, you know, maybe like some sort of rally or it could be that there's like a boys' school in the city that you're like there's like a, some sort of dance that you're that is being um organized. It is. It's um. It's March, so it's spring. Mm-hmm. So that that could be like prom. I guess I don't know if prom was a thing all the way back then. Spring fling. Spring fling all seems even earlier. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. 
When was prom invented? Oh, the 1800s. Okay. A promenade. When was it prom be. invented? <laughs> promenade dance. Yes. Um, huh. Yeah, some sort of like debutante ball. Oh, there's a Sadie Hawkins dancers have been around since 1937. Oh. So the first known that. event was in 1938, a Sadie Hawkins dance where girls ask boys to dance. So. That's very fun. Yeah. And usually in formal dance, sponsored by a high school, middle school, college, in which the women invite the men. So, and it's named after a little Abner comic strip. So, That's so fun. it is normally in November, apparently. But, you know, eh. Well, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you could, be, you could be doing that. You could be coming up with a theme. What sort of theme would it be? And where are you going to get the boys? <laughs> I, I do like the idea of a partner. bring boys. on the men. Yeah, bring on the men. I, I do like the thought oh of there God. being. It was just a juggle yeah. and high joke. Yeah, uh, but a partnered boys' school makes sense in the city if they've got like this prep school for girls. Maybe there is a prep school for boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally. What What do you think it's called? Hmm. Also, could author to be the re- the ca- the counterpart? Agnes also. Uh, Whitman Academy. Ooh, good. Ooh, yes. The Whitman Academy uh, for refined young gentlemen. And that's, uh, that is fun because Walt Whitman was famously very, very gay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Very good. Um, I don't know if I would call him refined either. Oh, what if no. the delegation from the Whitman Academy is here and it's like a meeting and it's obviously got to be chaperoned by teachers who look oh, yeah, bored out of their minds? Be- <laughs> that is very fun. Uh, yeah, we can say that uh, Ophelia Brown, the director of athletics, is there, um, and she is the one who's like watching over this, and she truly does not care. <laughs> um, uh, she is actually the one that um, that Arden noticed walked with a limp. Crime? Question mark. <laughs> I love the thought that crime question mark is the most common notation. In our- <laughs> um, yeah, so Ophelia, Ophelia Brown, director Brown is there, along with assistant director Isley, um, who is significantly more engaged with this whole situation, um, and like is like helping to talk to people and like get everyone situated. So yeah, so you're meeting with you're meeting with the planning the planning committee from the Whitman School. The Whitman Academy. Uh, how does that go? <laughs> I think we've got the theme already hammered out. Um, Ooh, what is it? Like it's it's. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to word it best, but it's like um, a Hellenistic theme, like you know Greek classics, you know Greek heroes, and and you know like. Uh, one of the boys says, Bacchanalia, and Isaac says, no, not Bacchanalia. <laughs> um, I don't know if Beatrix is self-aware enough to, to be thinking of, of uh, Sappho quotes right now, though. <laughs> no, probably not. They're all, they're all idiots. None of them understand anything yet. <laughs> yeah. Children. Uh, <laughs> um, uh... Where, where was Odysseus from? Uh, Ithaca? Ithaca. Yeah. 
Maybe maybe you'll maybe it's like um, one night in Ithaca or something, mm-hmm. uh, which is funny because Ithaca is also in New York. <laughs> <laughs> one of the one of the underclassmen points that out and gets shushed. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all gonna go cool. hang out in New York for a night? No. Yeah, it's and maybe it's even like an Odyssey specifically Odyssey thing. Ooh uh, yeah. Who's going uh, to oh, make Poseidon oh, mad? Ma- Maybe there's 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 going to be some sort of um, like march through the city from the Whitman from Whitman, Whitman Academy to oh my lord um, yes the Forsyth School I hate it and it's very good like I, I like the cringe is real and it's so good and it's so like this it's it's great um, yes and so they're going what they're going to have to do of course is crown uh, the, pro- the 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 king and, and queen and Odysseus and a Persephone. Uh, uh, not Perse- uh, uh, no, T. Uh, Penelope. 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 I knew it was a P. Thank you. I did that in a paper once and I didn't catch it until after I oh, turned no. it in. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was just like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, so. And, well, what if yeah, there's like be- an archery comp? Did my bread go, oh, they could have an archery competition as part of it? Oh, oh they're. It's gonna be yes. a whole day, a whole yeah. like yes. a whole and weekend. Um, weaving for the girls and archery pe- for the boys. <laughs> bullshit. Um, people, people actually. Well, and they're they're saying that, but also like someone's like, "Oh, Talia's gonna try to do it. Talia's gonna try to win the archery competition." <laughs> uh, Talia, time the captain of the archery club at <laughs> uh, the Forsyth School. Nice. The, <laughs> Uh, uh, um, symbolic march across the city uh, from 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 Whitman Academy to. This sounds like a fun party, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does I'm already like Arden is just gonna be taking pictures of everything. I so must that's, document that's, this for the school paper. That's gonna happen <clears throat> in about like maybe two weeks or maybe a month. Maybe you got a month to plan it. It's gonna it's gonna pop off in April. Yeah, um, and this is like your your. So this is it's a very fun kind of like almost a little bit rowdy um, like idea session um, as these as these you know young men from from the Whitman Academy uh, uh, throw around ideas to you, and it's probably pretty fun um, to pl- it's fun to plan things. Uh, and while and while you're all you're like furiously writing down, um, you know notes and ideas and plans. Um, we pan away from wherever this is taking place, maybe maybe Vernon Hall, um, to find our final crew member. Hmm. Um, Jack, where are you at noon on a Friday? So I think the moment classes are over, um, mm-hmm. Jack heads to the dormitories to get changed out of uniform. Um, mm-hmm. into, I like, I thought of there being a kind of a dress down aspect to Friday afternoons, like, sure. because you don't have lessons and because a lot of people are doing sporting activities anyway. Mm-hmm. So, and, um, she gets out of her uniform and puts on a pair of trousers, a shirt and a vest, an open vest over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, and lets, uh, her hair down, uh, Arden's tall, oh not Arden, wrong character. I'm looking at the thing. <laughs> I was like, no, Jack she's is, not. <laughs> Jack is tall, is like, got that sort of, that way that sometimes teenage girls get to go, which is like really str- stringy looking tall. Mm. 
mm-hmm. uh, all awkward looking. Um, like is like five eleven. The face claim I have in mind uh, is a model and actress called uh, Diana Silvers, who was in Booksmart most recently, I think. But like long, sort of medium brown, wavy hair, dark eyes, solid brows. Um, and she uh, puts a um, what looks like a man's wristwatch on one wrist. Um, she has gloves on anyway, but I think she changes out of like a pair of ladies' gloves. Um, puts on like the leather driving gloves she prefers to wear. I thought that maybe mm. she's gotten a medical note for wearing gloves during the day. Like maybe she has a skin condition or something. Like a germ thing. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, so yes, imagine like the sleeves rolled up, the open vest over the top, and definitely like, it's like man's trousers kind of a vibe. This is Mm -hmm. that good vibe. Um. Mm. Big old britches. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, before we get too far into it, I forgot, I didn't ask, um, Beatrix what Beatrix looked like. Um, I don't really have a face claim for her. Um, I'm just kind of imagining her as like kind of tall um a little broad not not something anybody would necessarily call beautiful beautiful she's more on like the handsome side kind of thing uh with uh kind of straight black hair and uh dark brown eyes awesome um okay so yeah back to jeff <clears throat> sorry no, no i just forgot earlier um so i wanted to make sure that we got that on tape Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. after getting changed, looking at the layout of the map, mm-hmm. too early in the day for some things. <laughs> um, yeah, I think she is going to go see um, Ashton. I should say Professor. Mm-hmm. I've forgotten the name that I came up with. Where did it go? Professor Professor Roth. Professor Roth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's gonna head off to see him. Maybe he's based in Austin Hall. So. Sure. Um, maybe, maybe like, a, a, uh, right history. Mm-hmm. You said. Mm-hmm. Um, he can be in cool. Stoker instead. I don't know. Stoker looks very grand. Like that's like the main. Uh, yeah, could be uh, either way. Either, t- either is good. Uh-huh. Um, who know? I mean, I just gave them. They're all names of authors. Yeah. So. Um, but, but yeah. Um, and she'll take like the back corridors, um, and go down like the old servant quarters stairs and stuff like that. Like things where students normally shouldn't be going, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> uh, trying to basically avoid as many people as possible. Cool. So what is so you so in, um actually this is a move. We should write we should roll this move. We should Ooh. roll we should give it a shot. Um because this uh, is sneak move. around. Sneak around when you use mm-hmm. abilities to act secretly or deceptively, you roll plus power. Um so yeah, let's use this as an as a way to um show how this game works. Alright. Um, um so you look at your themes and see what uh what of your what of your power tags could help you sneak around. Okay, um, I've got a couple. Uh, I know where that is. Okay. So knowing like the popular, like where the best staircases are, 
also mm. just like the common routes mm-hmm. uh, that the prefects and stuff take. And also I've got um, on my defining relationship, I have exploring where we shouldn't <laughs> as an activity I like to do with my ghost brother. Right. Who? Where is he? Like just around? He he could be uh, at any time. Like uh, he could be there right now. Uh, mm-hmm. The one weakness um, I've got because I, I answered the uh, what's the other demand on mm-hmm. your time or their time, and I've got the call of the other side. Uh, so like sometimes he has to like go and yeah, or he has shift to in the ghost mines. Or it's <laughs> it's more like his spirit should probably have moved on already, but he's mm-hmm. choosing to stick around, and it's like the arbiters or whatever are just like, and he has to like duck out of where, where they might find him and stuff like that. Alternatively, like probably checks on their mum as well, mm. even though she, sure. she can't talk to him. But it's um, my, but that, that's like, would, he can absolutely be there. I assume that even if he's lurking around, he doesn't do it while she's changing kind of, I just like hangs out outside, kicking the floor. Yeah, no, for sure. I was, I was imagining <laughs> that he would be hanging, like waiting outside of her dorms. Um, so, here's a question. Um, what does it look like to be a ghost? Hmm. Okay. One, is he, is he like walking around? Is he floating? Uh, does he look like a normal person? Does he look like transparent and translucent? Um, hmm. Like, this- I guess, it, like, is it, is it like, is this Harry Potter ghost or is this like Sixth Sense ghosts? I think it's a little bit more like Sixth Sense ghosts. It's not like floating and transparent. If this was a color movie, I would mm-hmm. say it's just like a de- a heavily desaturated version. Mm-hmm. Um, something that makes it look, but like ghosts seem to mostly follow flaws and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like remembering how they used to interact with the world when they were alive. Mm-hmm. So he definitely like walks around and stuff. Obviously he can't interact with a lot of stuff. It's like a concentrated effort to walk like a person, like an mm-hmm. alive person. Uh, and what is he wearing? I what? think he's wearing his millet. Actually, I feel like if he's upset or he's stressed out, it reverts to what he was wearing when he was dying. Mm-hmm. Which was like a, it's like his military uniform. uniform. And like there are mm-hmm. visible like wounds and stuff. But when he is happy and chill, it's probably very similar to what Jack herself is wearing. It's similar to what? To what Jack oh, is to what, wearing. To what Jack is wearing. Cool, Just like totally. sort of workman kind of vibes, like suspend, mm-hmm. maybe like shirt and suspenders. Totally. Just uh, sleeves rolled up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I always wanted to be a carpenter. Yeah. Um, but the two of them look very similar. Mm-hmm. Like, his hair is probably, yeah, to probably cut his hair. Yeah. Yeah. Shorter hair. But he's uh, also like chub, like similar sort of height, but um, mm-hmm. more like that, got that sort of barrel chested kind of a vibe, carries a little bit of weight. Um, like mm-hmm. he is a teddy bear of a person, which is probably how he got the nickname Teddy as a kid. Mm-hmm. So, but he's sure. got a very soft face and a very smiley face compared to Jack, who's slightly more sort of generally sad looking. Mm-hmm. So, very cool. Um, apparently, Ansel Elgort is six three. Dang, I didn't think he was that tall. Yeah, because that was who I was thinking of. Um, is he the one who was in Baby Driver? Yes, yes, he is the baby driver. Love, yes, good, good. The, you know, tall, medium brown hair, kind of mm-hmm. soft face. Dig it. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, so he's just kind of hanging out, walking with you. Um, well, uh, so yeah, so yeah, you're, you're two of you are sneaking around. R- roll sneak around. And okay. Actually, roll go toe to toe, but okay. it doesn't. So I've got uh, those two things ticked. I know where that is, mm-hmm. and have, exploring where we shouldn't. So it gives me plus two power to the roll. And it's, uh, yeah. Sneak around. Sneak around. Okay. I did click the thing. Oh, right, there we go. Big roll. Okay. Yeah. Did it go? I got a seven. I hmm. win for it. Click. Yeah, it wasn't showing up for me. Mild success. Uh, are you sure that's that's on uh, sneak around or going toe to toe? That's on sneak around. Okay. For whatever reason, it's not showing up for me. Do you want me to? Uh, weird. Uh, anyway, what is so? What does a mild success do? Uh, it gets complicated. The MC chooses chooses one. Someone unimportant noticed you, but that just made them important, right? You are perceived only by a secondary sense. Someone picks up your scent while you're sneaking. You're seen whispering a message, but the message is not heard. Or you must leave something important behind or be discovered. Ooh, okay. Love uh, me a mixed success. I choose one. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, MC does. Mm-hmm. So you are, you're like walking through these uh, um, oh, back kind of back rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, there it is. Um, okay. And you're chatting with, with Teddy. What are you chatting about? Hmm. I'm asking him what goes he because he finds lessons boring, so he's often wandering around. So I'm asking him if he's mm-hmm. seen or heard anything interesting this morning. Like, oh, yeah, just like I don't know if he's a gossip, but like either stuff he's overheard from the living or anything anyone else dead has told him. Hmm. Uh. Well, there's um. I don't know. You know the the ways of mortals are mysterious to me. I don't know what passes for interesting these days. You are so full of that. <laughs> um well it looks like those uh those two delinquents are trying to get booze from your friend oh god they tried to get arden to do that <laughs> yeah i, I guess because she's like i don't know the master of disguise yeah but there are easier ways to get things in this life <laughs> yeah you know like <laughs> It's actually, you know, put a tear to my eye. I was kind of looking forward to, to oh, Jesus, what is happening? Uh, my cat stepped on my computer and some a pop-up opened. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You know, I was looking forward to being the older brother who bought <clears throat> you booze, but I get, you know, life gets in the way. Or, mm-hmm. you know, he like, <laughs> does like a noose motion. Um, she just smiles at him like, you goober. God. Mm-hmm. I'm allowed to do gallows humor. I was the one who died. Um, that hardly seems. He's in, he's like chill about it. I think. Uh, I think he was he was mm. it was rough for a, like a year or two, but he's yeah. like settled into it. Mm-hmm. But mm. they still don't have any, so oh. you know, might be a way to get in with the cool kids. Mm. It's like does the full like sucking on a lemon face. You sound like her now. I just, I don't want to be in with them, Ted. Like, all right, I'm just saying, you know, it's you're living your best years, is all. This is my best years. Event, well, no, hopefully. If you're lucky, they won't be. If you're lucky, every year will be your best year, and it'll just keep getting better. Um, but we don't live in a very lucky world. 
So I just mean, I just want, you know, shut up. You shut um, up. <laughs> and, 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 and then you just walk into a girl. Okay, cool. Um, just, just, you, well, actually, it feels more like you walk into a wall. Okay. Um, and you look up and there is a girl that's there looking down at you. Um, she is probably like eye to eye with you, but like, it's like a much, um, more filled out, like she's yeah. frame. She's like big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lacrosse player. Yeah. Kind of. Um, she's got big, big eyes. Um, but like not the kind of eyes that look like they're nervous. Yeah. Uh, the kind of eyes that look like they're watching. Okay. Um, cool. Uh, and she says, "Oh my, I'm sorry. I oh uh, no, it's it, it's it's fine. I wasn't looking where I was going." And she picks you up. Um, oh, okay. Like, like, Hi. Takes you to, like like <laughs> reaches down. Um, her hands are extremely strong. Okay. She's definitely um, alive. This is a fellow student. I know this isn't a ghost. She's definitely yes. Yeah, she's not a ghost. Okay. Um, her hands are pretty cold though. Kind of tingly when she, where her like skin touches your skin, okay. um, like like her hand like is like wraps around your wrist like the entire. Wrist. Okay, do I know her? Uh, you might have seen her around. Um, you know a lot of people just like by reputation and by like look. Uh, her name is Jane Dearborn. Okay. Um, she is also here on a scholarship, actually. Okay. Cool. Uh, and Teddy, like, kind of is, like, looking at it, and she's like, Jack, this girl's giving me a weird vibe. Hmm. And she says, who said that? 